Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... A healthy Toby Harris. You still sound like the After Effects though. Yeah, I I still... Husky. (laughs) Husky. Uh, uh, Like, like, uh, Like the dog. Husky dog. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm feeling better though. You look good. You've had a haircut as well. I have had a haircut. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> now it's been a very, very interesting week of. It has. Musical cheers. Yes. So no rugby really being played at the international level. No, but there's quite a bit at uh, Heineken Cup, which yes. is interesting. And schoolboy level. And schoolboy level, which is one of the little topics I've got to talk about. Well, there you go. So first up, though, we have our messages from our supporters, and we really appreciate everyone that emails in. If you'd like to email in, there's the link below or the email address below. Uh, Hello, Damien and the Tobinator. Mm. Firstly, we must acknowledge that not all heroes wear capes and call out the Herculean effort by Toby to front up and record those last two episodes. While he's down and on Struggle Street, you know, you don't realise, but the first episode was called Struggle Street. Oh, was it? Last week was called Struggle Street Two. Okay, <laughs> is this going to be Struggle Street Three? I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not struggling too bad. I just can't talk properly. No, which is good for me. Um, thank you, Toby. Turning left off Struggle Street. <laughs> Turning left. Yeah, got the navigation on Google Maps. <laughs> Set now. <laughs> <laughs> He, he he then uh, points in the direction of uh, a really interesting article about Scotty Robinson and how he clearly has en- enemies in high places. Well, what I would say to that is I've done a little bit of research. Okay. And when he didn't get the job um, on the last World Cup cycle, his feedback was the reason why they didn't give him the job. Right. This is this is this is pretty pathetic. Right. Okay. <laughs> 
This is, this this is, is, is this this a is, typical New Zealand is, thing. Well, I think it's just I think it's typical RFUs around the world, to be honest. They didn't give him the job because they didn't like the dancing. Right. Uh, and he didn't have enough failure in his coaching resume. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. So the reason why he didn't get it was because they didn't like the dancing. Yeah, but surely they would go, look, you've got the job, but you've got to stop the dancing. Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But this is just their excuse to not give it to them. You know, you're too successful and you're too cool. You're too down with, you're the, actually lo- with the local You're qualified kids. for the job. Yeah. As, the best, as one of the best rugby teams in the world. You know, so we want you to suck before we'll give you the we job. We want you to fail. <laughs> yeah. We want you to... Base, basically, they don't like Cantabs, do they? So you no, want them to lose. I think you're wrong. I think basically they wanted someone to go in and fail Fozzy. <laughs> but why? <laughs> oh, I don't know, eh? I don't know. But yeah, um, you've heard a little rumour though, haven't you? About I Scotty Robinson. a little rumour, yeah. So apparently Scotty Robinson was in the UK. Yeah. And he was told that he needs to go home because there'll be an announcement that he's going to be coach after this coming World Cup. This is not official. This is not in any newspaper. No, it's this is not. fresh from the person is, that knows a person that knows a person that yes, knows a person. Exactly, cousins. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, there you go. You heard it from Toby first. Mm. If it doesn't happen, then don't blame me. I think they they must have spoken to him when it was a South African fiasco, and they lost to South Africa. And then they were going to South Africa to play the second game. And basically, it was pretty obvious, wasn't it, that he was going to get the sack. Yes. And then they turned it round. Yes. Well, he turned it round, didn't he? Yeah, he turned it round. And they must have spoken to him and said, would you be interested in the job? And I think it then went from there to, well, we're going to give him another chance type thing, to now they're really worried that he was going to take the Wales job or the English job or, you know, potential for some other people to be talking to him. He's in the UK. I'm sure that's true. I hope it's true. I really, really hope it's true. Well, do you know what? I've got some other news, but I'm going to bring it up when it's caught my eye. Uh, Uh, Can I just say, this does go on, but we've got a listener's question from from the Razzle Dazzler. So, as always, Razzle Dazzler, thank you for your support and we're going to answer yes. your question a little bit later okay uh this one's from derek scott uh i think eddie should go but i'm fearful so he has gone now yeah um and he and he this derek s- speaks about there's been rumors about uh eddie going a long-term deal in the u.s as like a consultant um, now i think it's head coach there oh is it head coach yeah director right. of rugby type thing he's not a uniter which is what the USA will need to be any good in the 2031 World Cup. I hope the US <clears throat> can find a better replacement. I'm, I mean, if he's going to go to the US, I don't think they've really got a choice. He's 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 a good coach. He's one top coach, isn't he? We we know that. He's a Mourinho though. He's an absolute Mourinho. He comes in. Whips up a storm, yep. changes everything within a very short space of time. It's Eddie's way or the highway. Yep. And he gets results. 
It's just that long-term grind of Eddie. Yes, he's and, someone that needs to be there four years and then drifts away in the wind again. Yeah, four years is a bit of a push, I think. It's like three well, it's years, a World Cup, two it? years. Get him in, like shake it up type thing. And then like he goes off. He is a, he is a really I mean I've again I've done a bit of research of um I I was kind of expecting a few more people to come out with knives mm. um and then I thought about it and I'll talk about that a little bit later but he is without doubt a very very good coach short term it's the long term Eddie that's the problem he burns through players he burns through coaching staff and there's only so much talent yeah you know so therefore if you burn through players. You're down to five, six, seven, seventh best scrum half or whatever. Uh, you're trying them all out. You know, coaches even worse than that. You know, we spoke about this last week, didn't we? There's like maybe five top coaches around the world. You've got to get a good team and stick with them. Yep. But anyway, you know, I don't think he will go to the US. I don't think it's big enough for him. High, no, high profile enough for him. Uh, this one's from Jason. Happy holidays to you both and your families. Oh, that's very nice, isn't it? I don't have a family. Uh, <laughs> rubbing it in. <laughs> cheers, Jason. Yeah, cheers, bud. <laughs> How do you guys rate rugby in 2022, the highs and lows of the year? Razzie's making the Springboks look like complainers. They, they are complainers. No. And I'm sure we'll get a few complaints <laughs> from that comment. Could it affect them in the World Cup? No. Definitely won't. Thank you. Have a good 2022. 2023, I'm guessing. Happy New Year, gents. Do you reckon, what are your highs and lows of this calendar year? Uh, New Zealand being absolutely dreadful. For most of it? Yes. Yeah. I think just, you know, talking about, just no one's been really good. Apart from French. In Ireland, maybe. Yeah. That's the highs, isn't it? If yes. you're Irish or French. Yeah. And the lows is for every other country. But the thing is, I think the highs for me are no one being amazing. You know, like Georgia beating Wales. Yeah. Italy beating Oz. Oz. You know, little things like that where you're like, oh gosh. Well, you know. The top teams aren't Ireland beating top New Zealand teams. in New Zealand. Yeah. You know, Wales beating the Springboks in South Africa. Argentina beating New Zealand in New Zealand. I know. You know. There's so many lows. There's not many highs. Well, not for a Kiwi, no. No, but for, for no one. What are the highs if you're, I mean, if your Springboks finishing on that, finishing on that very win well. against... You could say the same with Australia, finishing very well. No, they, they, they nicked it right at the end. They didn't finish well. Well, they, they clearly they did finish well, didn't they? they? Yeah, because they, they sorry, the last 10 minutes tries. were really good. Yeah. There isn't a lot, is there? No. There's lots of lows if you, unless, you, unless you're France and Ireland. Or Georgia. Or Georgia. Or Italy. Even like Japan, not not no. nearly as potent as... No. They once that's were. That's probably, for me, the biggest low of all. Japan. Is when we went to Japan and played Japan and we sneaked a victory. That's my biggest low because... No, my biggest low is drawing with England. Oh, that is a bad action. Yeah, no, that's a low. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. That's a low. Not good. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, we're off to... Uh, breaking news. Kindly per- supported by... Yeah, our Patreon members. Thank you very much for anyone that does that. It really helps us wake up on a Monday morning. It does. Right, so my... Uh, 
my first news article was about Steady Eddie. Yes. And the four sides linked mm. to where he could be going. Yeah. Okay. The first one is Australia. Yeah, I've heard He this. could be heading home. I think that's the most likely. Do you? Yeah, because, right, if you're Eddie, if you're Eddie and you've just lost your job, and you can go somewhere else to be part of the World Cup and potentially win it and do a Andrew Mertens to the yeah, but what to the about, English. What about um who's there now? Rene. Not Rene. No, no, so he's just gonna be Rene, he's gonna be a, a consultant. He's gonna be like a, a on the coaching panel. Right. But he's okay. not gonna be head coach. But then I think they might be looking for him after the World Cup and Aussie taking over the Aussies. Okay. Uh, so then the second one is US rugby, which we've spoken about. I just don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I just don't think it's a big enough carrot for him. No. Uh, then we've got NRL. That, 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 there's some truth in there, I think, yeah. as well. Um, so he has been linked with the Sydney Rabbitohs. Yeah. So maybe, maybe. And then lastly, um, the French team. Not the French team, though, is it? It's just a club. No, it's a top 14. Yeah, top 14. Team. As a consultant. Yeah. So I think most of those roles that he would go in, maybe not the US one, but the NRL, the French, or the top 14, and then the um, the Oz, I think they're just sort of consultant roles. Yeah. I just think he's going to go Oz. Two two fingers up at the uh, English RFU when he, when he holds a trophy or something like that, you know? I, I think I think he will. I don't think he'll be able to help himself. No, you're right. I don't think he'll be able to help and himself. And he knows everything about England. Yes. You know, and he done has done his homework on all the other countries. I mean, what a guy to get involved. The only thing is, how would he work underneath someone? He did it with South Africa. He won the World Cup with South Africa as a consultant type yeah, thing. True. So he can do it. He can. Mate, uh my first one is it would be a great opportunity. It's a Beth on the Springboks joining the Six Nations. It would be. I think this is a done deal. Do you? Yeah. Who's dropping out? I, I don't even know whether they'll drop out, uh, but if anyone's going to drop out, it's going to be Italy. Yeah, but course. that's not fair, though. Well, it they is what it Wales. is, mate. It I is what it is. It is what it is. And what I'm trying to say is... It's not what it is. That Rome trip will be replaced... With a, a you know Cape, Cape Town, Town trip, trip for those RFU boys, and they'll be saying, you know, where would I rather go? Rome, been there for the last you know twenty one years. Fancy a little, <laughs> fancy a little safari. You can just see it, can't you? Absolute dogs. Uh, I think it's going to happen. I think they they won't. What he's saying is he would love it, but he still wants to be able to play the New Zealand and the Australian teams each year. It's going to happen. Everything that we thought was going to happen, they were going to dip out. They were going to join the the uh, European comp. They're now in the Heineken Cup. Yeah. You know, that was like, oh, no, but they'll never be allowed in the Heineken Cup. They are now. And guess what? It's going to be Six Nations next. I'd probably say another year. After World Cup, it'll be Six Nations. If it is, and if Italy go, Italy are going to turn into a Tier 2 nation. And that is absolutely correct. I think they might be 
rejigging the whole tier system. That's for sure. Yeah. But well, they need to. They do. They need they to. Do. It makes absolutely no sense anymore. Correct. Tier system. Yeah, correct. Right. Uh, I've got some winners and losers uh, of the All Blacks for this year. Okay. So a couple of losers. The assistant coaches. Yep, big losers. Uh, dumb yep. tree. All your fault, mate. All your fault. Nothing to do with me. All your fault. Why, why? What have I done? No, nah, I'm just saying that was Fozzie what? Fozzie. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. He threw them under the bus. Ah, correct. Although he wasn't very good. Uh, Nepo Lulala. Yeah. Loser. He was consistent, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Peter Gus Suakula. Big loser. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, we're going to pick you out. We're not going to play you in position. And then we're going to pick you again. Yeah. Leicester Fainuku, a big loser. Hang on. Leicester Fainuku, left wing. <laughs> loser. Loser. At Roger Tuivasa-Sheck. No, can we just say, Leicester Fainuku, right, plays under Fozzie's game plan where he doesn't touch the ball, plays two games, never gets a chance again. Ridiculous. Absolutely. How to, how to how to get him how to how to have a good start is not touch the ball for two matches and then get dropped because you haven't done enough. Thanks, Fozzie. Yeah, uh, a couple of winners: Ethan De Groot, a massive winner, good, player. very very impressive. Yeah, very good player. Uh, Tyrell Lomax. Yeah, come out of nowhere, as in he's been in and around, never got really got a good chance. Correct. And now he's in. Mm. Simeone. Yeah, Takeaho. Takeaho. <laughs> oh, what an absolute oh, I love guy. Him. <laughs> he's the first hooker I know for a long time that throws the ball in straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important part it of your job. <laughs> um, Dylan Papali'i. Yeah, a little bit. He's played all right, actually. Yes, played all right. <laughs> Rico. Oh, I seen it. Yeah, massive for me. Huge winner. Yeah. Uh, Joe Schmidt. Yeah, I think the All Blacks are a winner for getting Joe Smith. I yeah. don't think Joe Smith's a winner. Um, and that's just a few there. The biggest one that we did we did gloss over because I interrupted you as per normal is uh, Roger. Roger, yeah. Big loser. Biggest loser in, in a long time. Uh, biggest loser, I think, since Lamarpe. I'd go further. I'd say he's over Lamarpe. Do you think? Yeah, the reason why I say that is because... When he came over, there was COVID, so he missed all. He missed playing for the Blues uh, or the um, the Auckland team, so he lost opportunities to play. Then he's gone on to Super Rugby, played pretty well for the first couple of games, and got a shoulder injury. Yeah, and then in Fozzie's great wisdom, he thought it'd be a great idea to select him in the All Blacks, not play him. Uh, have him in the training squad uh, and not allow him to go back to Auckland to play. And then when he does eventually go back to Auckland, he plays him on the wing. He wants him to play him on the wing. So he plays him on the wing. And the whole thing is, you know, I think he shouldn't have been allowed or they shouldn't have wanted him back. If you're going to do that, you need to basically give him a year playing, then bring him into the All Blacks. For two years, and I think they're a year too late. They're, they've, they've done it all a year too late, which has meant they've had to rush them and it hadn't worked. Well, we'll see what happens, eh? Mm. See what happens, see what the Super Rugby season brings. Yeah, because he could light it up, couldn't he? He could 
be amazing. Schoolboy juggernauts arrive in Thailand for the World Schools Festival. This is really interesting to me. Uh, Part of it is because we've got, these are the schools that are involved. Gray College, South Africa. Trinity College, England. Uh, St. Michael's College, Ireland. Which is really interesting. I thought Blackrock would have been there from Ireland, but obviously they're not as good as they were before. Cardiff uh, College, Wales. Uh, the winners progress to play each other in the cup semi-finals. So there's only one one game against those. Then there's Sedba School, England versus Middlefield School. Yeah. So imagine if you went all the way to Thailand and played one I game. Know. But anyway, Hamilton Boys High School versus Odyssey 15. But haven't they already played some matches? This is the quarterfinals. Okay, okay. I mean, this so is, it's not just a one-off match. This is fantastic, isn't it? I mean, I wonder, if, I wonder who pays for that. Does World Rugby pay for that for them to go over there? No, they've got to pay for themselves. I would think so. The school, yeah. Wow. I just think it's fantastic. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely watch. Seba uh, versus Millfield, Hamilton Boys High. I'm there the whole time. Uh, fingers crossed. I don't know what Odyssey Fifteen is. They're from Fiji. Oh, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Brilliant. So um, here's a bit of a story for you, Damo. Oh. Uh, when I was at school, uh, Gisborne Boys High School. Yeah. Uh, went to Japan and played in that competition. Yeah. Um, I don't think we got anywhere. So that was my hometown. But in '93 or '94, my dad's. Rugby team. So Gisborne Boys High School went to that competition and won it. Wow. Gizzy won Boys. It. Gizzy Boys, yeah. That must have been amazing. Was yeah. your da- dad coaching? Dad was head coach, yeah. Wow. Um, unbeaten season. Yeah. And they absolutely mullered, I think, the best team that South Africa had to offer. Probably great. By like 40, po- 40 points in the final. Wow. That's impressive, isn't it? I just got one more that we ne- need to sort of mention before you know we forget about it is Warren Gatlin. Off to Wales. Yeah. Pivik's gone. That's a big one, eh? I, do you, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I mean, five-year deal from Gatlin. So he's he's got them for this World Cup and next World Cup. Yeah. So what happens with the Chiefs? Well, he was only really like director of rugby. So Clayton McMillan will just keep continue to do his job. Don't think there'll be a lot of change there. I think he he basically, I don't know. I think Gatlin when he took over the Lions, and he left them at that point. You know, if he had stayed at that point, he would have given him a chance of being the All Blacks coach. Yeah, and I think taking the Lions made it less likely that he was going to be the All Blacks coach. And I think now he probably. He probably knows that Scotty Robinson is going to be the next All Blacks coach, and he's gone. Well, I'm going to take the money. I'm going to take the money. There must be a lot of money there. Aren't must it? be copious amounts of money. Do what he wants as well. He has. They call him the Great Redeemer, don't they? They do. Uh, do they? <laughs> I think they do. What caught your eye, mate? So, what caught my eye? For, I said that I had something, didn't I? You did. But now I've forgotten what I've had. oh yeah yeah no i know i know i know uh so we spoke about scott robinson yeah going back but then we've also got a couple of other names to throw into the mix 
Throw them in. Throw them in. So we've got the current Japanese coaching staff. Oh, God, yeah, that's a good shout. And they're out of contract after the, after World, Cup. the World Cup. Oh, my goodness. So you've got uh, Tony Brown. Yeah, Jamie Joseph. You've got Jamie Joseph. Mm. You know, and they've done a really good job with Japan. They have done a good job with Japan. They've, they, they just seem maybe to be slightly dropping in performance. I don't know. Yeah, but you can say that about everyone. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. So, you know, there are names to be thrown around. And will Dave Rennie... After know, he wins the World Cup. After he wins the World Cup, will he, you know, when's his contract finish? I, I would imagine after the World Cup, yeah. What's really interesting is if you were... I reckon Dave Rennie must be pretty hot property um, around the world in different roles, either that club or international. But of, I mean, someone like you know Wales or 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 England, that would have been a really. I think he would have been really good at England. But anyway, that's all done now, isn't it? Yeah, that's all done because they are. I mean, that's probably. One of the first things I'm going to mention, what caught my eye is, so England have gone, sorry, England's gone, Eddie is gone, but who are they replacing Eddie with? They don't have anyone. So the word on the street is Steve Borthwick. Yes. Um, but I mean, what, what what on earth are you thinking of? You are less yeah. than a year away from a World Cup and you actually don't have your World Cup coach. In place, he'll he'll just be the interim coach, won't he, until the World Cup, and then they'll get someone yeah, else. But I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just repeat: you are 12 months away from a World Cup. Do you think you sack your your most successful ever England coach? Yeah, true. And you, oh, ah, oh, now we need to think about who's going to replace him. Do you think they've almost sacrificed this coming World Cup? No, hell no. No, 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 no. They think they're more likely to win the World Cup without without, steady, without steady. Eddie. And I think they, they want Steve Borthwick, but obviously Leicester don't want to lose him. So they're probably playing a bit of hardball, so they're going to have to get bored out. And from my understanding is that he's not going to be available till after the Six Nations, which then gives them about... Six months. Six months to... Well, if that. If that, yeah, to get ready for the World Cup. Wow. So that's just bizarre. You know, don't get me wrong. If you yeah, sack Eddie if you've got someone better ready to go. Yeah. But don't sack Eddie and then... They don't have the next cab off the rank, do they? No. The Lions They, they don't have their ducks in a row. Oh, that's a good one. They don't have the ducks in a row. Uh, another one, mate, is the, is the uh, Heineken Cup. Yeah, should we just pick out a few? Well, the, no, no, I don't. I'm not going to go through them all. I just wanted to say the South African teams. Yeah. So if we just cover the South African teams, the Sharks beating the Har- uh, Harle- Harlequins. Harlequins. Yeah. You know, Harlequins are a good side. Yeah. Sharks beating them, and then you go down. Stormers losing. Stormers losing. Look at Sale. Absolutely murdering Ulster. Yeah, but Sale's not South African. So they basically are. <laughs> they are. They basically <laughs> are. You're right. The uh, Bulls beating Leon. 
Bulls beating Leon. Where's the Stormers losing? Is, is, who else is there? They're not. That's it, isn't Bull, it? That's it, yeah. But I'm just saying it's quite interesting, isn't it? You know, because the, the South African teams we always knew were going to go across there, uh, uh, go across there and, and do pretty well. But it hasn't taken them long because, you know, potentially what's it going to feel like if a South African team lifts the Heineken Cup, which is the European competition? But like in the first the first time that they're going to play in it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine if they win it this year. I mean, everyone will be kicking off at that point, won't they? Do you think? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> They'll all be kicking off at that point. Going, oh, the European champions are a South African team. South Africa. <laughs> Someone from the Southern Hemisphere. Oh, Good on South Africa. <laughs> Yeah. They're there to play in it. They're there to They're win, to win it. it. They're there to win it. Absolutely. So, why not, hey? <laughs> the last one is we were asked last week to do some Super Rugby Awards. And I wanted to get your um, your take on who you think is the most overrated player of 2022. Super Rugby-wise? No, just Full stop. Any, anywhere in the world. I've got, a th- I've got a few for you. Okay. Just to get the juices flowing. Okay. I think Owen Farrell is going to be on that list. He is. I think, for me, I think Bowden Barrett. Yeah, should, he, he's on the list. As is well. he? Yeah. I've got one more. One more. Who would you pick? You'd pick Geordie Barrett. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but. I did. But what? I, mean, I don't really think. I just put him in there for a humor. Because <laughs> he, he isn't. The most over. He's no, actually he's done he's, he's, pretty well. He has done pretty well. So, um, but is there anyone else that comes to mind? I think Richie Mwang has been overrated oh, this year. Wow, wow, bad. He bad. hasn't played well at all, has he? Oh, that's so bad. Eh? <laughs> that's so. <laughs> it's bad. true though. We I don't have like Carl Sinclair. He's got to be oh, in there. He's village. Yeah, you Genge. know Alice Gens, right? Everyone loves I Alice Gens. They like rave about him, and I'm like, his scrummaging's rubbish. He, <laughs> he can't scrummage. It's his job. I know. He oh might be God. great in the loose, but he can't scrummage. Oh my goodness! So it's a scrum. Oh, just get one of the backs to come in. Eh? And then I'm just trying <clears> to think. <throat> you know, who else has been a real, probably real letdown? Alan Wynne Jones. You'd probably say Alton Yankees. Having the old, oh, yeah. you know, and uh, that's been a real a little quinky dinky <laughs> with the old physio. So, who are you going to go for, mate, out of all that? Bowden Barrett. Really? Yeah. Oh, geez, that's harsh, isn't it? I'm, I'm going, I'm Farrell. Oh, yes. <laughs> he missed two kicks in from in front. Yeah, yes. He is overrated. <laughs> uh, what about the stupidest decision from an RFU around the world? Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones going with no replacement. Yeah. Or Fozzie to stay. <laughs> Either one. Either one, eh? Take your pick. I, I've also got, uh, so I've got keeping Fozzie, oh, getting yeah. rid of Eddie without a coach. Yeah. Dave Rennie playing a B team versus Italy. Yeah. All of those are village. Yes. Um, I mean the big village one. But that, there, there are a few decisions. Suppose so. You got to say definitely getting rid of Eddie without a replacement coach is the stupidest yes. thing. And you know they've got to pay him eight hundred and fifty thousand. 
Then well, they've got to pay off all his other coaches that are with him that are going to get replaced. Jeepers. And then they've got to pay for all the new coaches coming in. I mean, it's just absolutely just ridiculous. That, well, that's 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 one so international stupid. at Twickenham, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but they've got no money now. No one one's got any money. Twickenham. Uh, what about most improved player? Most improved? Geordie Barrett? Yeah, he's he's turned from um, most turned overrated from a, yeah, to a mud flat haired <laughs> douche to uh, to overrated. I've gone Rico, a shout. Yeah, good. It's a Beth. Oh, okay. I didn't like It's Beth before, but man, he has. Been. I've always liked. Oh, I've nah. always quite liked It's a Beth. I always thought It's Beth was all show. No go. Flat. No. I always thought he's a flat track bully. Okay. And um, this year he's really proven me wrong. He's a hell of a player. He, I reckon he's the world's best second row forward now. Yes, I agree. Dalton? Most and prayer, Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, good shit. I don't know whether he's most and prayer. He's just been given the opportunity, hasn't he? He's been given the opportunity, but he's also taken got, it with two hands. I really like Tate McDermott. Oh, really? Every time he's come on for the Aussies, lit it up for me. Um, so, yeah, so what, who are you going to go for? You've got Rico, you got Itzabeth, you've got... Itzabeth, probably. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to... Uh, Rico, hell of a shout, though. Yes, like, big. But he's always been good. He's just changed positions, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, last one, newcomer. Newcomer. Is there anyone around the world... We mentioned last week about the Italian stallion at Tough 15. Yes. Takiaho. Takiaho. Yeah. Got to be. But is he a newcomer? Kind of, isn't he? Yeah. First time he's had a chance. Anyone else around the world that you can think of that's just sort of littered up and you're going, wow, he's a good player. Marcus Smith could have been that guy, but hasn't really he hasn't done flourished. it. Uh, just trying to think from overseas. The English, Island. The Anyone English from fullback? Ireland? English for oh Stuart no yeah, yeah good, he, good he's shout. all right good shout yeah. great under the high ball oh amazing but I don't like him I don't like him because he's just boring to me I find he's him boring English, isn't he? he's English yeah he's English he's another he's an English Geordie Barrett oh isn't he, he is yeah tall <laughs> yeah. yeah tall yeah 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 okay I get you um, um oh. I'm not sure Ireland anyone from Ireland that's just ripping out no I can't no. Scotland. No. No one from Scotland. Oh, the little winger at Scotland. Oh, what's his name? Ah, uh, he's a good he could be a new man, he's been around for a couple of years, but this is the first year he's really ripped it up. Good player. Who are you gonna go for? Uh Takiaho. Takiaho, yeah. Takiaho, hundred percent. Um and that's it, mate. Mm. That's it. We're off to listeners' questions. We are. Do you want to read it out? I shall. I'm guessing this is from the Razzler, the Dazzler. It is, yes. Yeah. Uh, does England's firing of Eddie so close to a Rugby World Cup open the door for the New Zealand RFU to consider dumping Fozzie? Mm. Or does Fozzie um, have incriminating pictures of, of Scott Robinson to ensure... No, Mark uh, Robinson. Who, yeah, but who's Mark Robinson? The, in, the RFU chairman. Oh, I just thought it was a bit of a typo. Sorry, Resler. <laughs> you do know what you're talking about. Uh, Mark Robinson to ensure that he is the AB's coach uh, for as long as he wants to be. 
and the three Barrett brothers will always start every game. I think he must have a picture <laughs> or two. Maybe together. Oh, gosh. Not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. No, I, I, I think they that, that ship has sailed. And actually, yep. although England and Wales... I mean, Wales have got Warren Gatlin. Yes. So, like, for they them, ha- yeah, for them exactly. it's a scoop. Yep. They needed to change. They've got Warren Gatlin. For them, it's great. He knows He knows their systems. He wasn't doing it that long ago. He's been there, done that. He's been right. there, done that. You know, he's he knows he knows his stuff. Uh, Fre- Eddie, Eddie, Freddie, Eddie, you know, no replacement at the moment. I mean, Steve Borthwick is, is pretty, you know, nailed on that he's going to be the man. But when is the question. Uh, if Steve was ready, you could, you could see that. You know, he took Leicester from worst in the premiership to best in the premiership in a very short space of time. Yeah. So he's got the credentials. He's worked internationally, worked with Eddie before, so he knows the systems, but he's not available right now. No. So, but New Zealand, if they had someone, and they do, I guess, Scotty Robinson, just think that they've made that decision now. Yeah. They're not going to do it. My question to you, mate. I've got a question. Oh, sorry. I've just got to zoom right in. Where do you want Steady Eddie to go, personally? Aussie. You want him to go to Australia. I want him to go to Aussie, yeah. For this coming World Cup. For this World Cup, I want, if New Zealand don't win it, I want Oz to win it. Yeah, I'd like that. Right, and if Oz win it, and they don't have, you know, they don't beat New Zealand, I wouldn't want, you know, New Zealand to lose to Oz. No, don't be silly. You know, I definitely want, not wanting to do that. But let's say New Zealand get knocked out in the semis against France or something, and then Aussie go into the final and beat France. Then we, brilliant. We, we can't. The only time we'll see France again is in the final. In the final, yeah, okay. It could be another 2011 World Cup. No. Could be. And it could be reversed because that was in New Zealand and this one's in France. <laughs> they beat, they beat <laughs> us by one point. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be a good World Cup, though, isn't it? It mm. really is. It's going to be a bit like, you know, the Football World Cup, how you've Anything. had some big upsets. I think this, this time round it might happen. be the same, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, so I want him to go to Oz. Don't want him to go to uh, America. I think that Eddie is too good for, for America. He's too good for US. Yeah. But like I said, it's not a big enough carrot, I don't think. No, I agree. Uh, what age are you at your prime as a rugby player? Good question. Because I reckon I'm in my prime <clears throat> no. mentally about rugby at, at, you know, like late 30s. Late 30s. I reckon that's when you're mentally at your prime. But it's the body, isn't it? I think the prime is sort of 28, 29, 30, 31. In that area there. Yeah. But then your prime changes with age. As in, sorry, your your prime changes with playing position. Yes. Because if you're a back... Winger. A winger or, you know... Your playing age or your longevity isn't very long, is it? No. Compared to a first five or a forward. Or a 12. I think or a 12. as a 12, you can be that. 12, 13, I think, as well. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to see Rico for a few more years yet. This is the thing with Rico, isn't it? He's still really young. And when he gets that kind of rugby nouse, when he gets that little bit older, boof, boof, boof. 
Thank you, Jesus. But if you look at, you know, very old players or old players in, compared to sort of other rugby players, Alan Wynne-Jones, I know he's sort of passed it, but he's a forward, isn't he? Second row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you think about Richie McCaw, he was quite old when he retired. Yeah. He was side of the scrum. Fly offs, you look at yeah. it, Johnny Sexton. Yeah. Uh, you look at Dan, I know Dan Carter retired from playing for the All Blacks, but he didn't have to, did he? No. He was at the top of his game at that point and uh, just handed but over the You could say baton. about Nonu as well. I mean, Nonu's a really good shout, isn't he? Because, you know, Nonu came back to New Zealand to, to try and make the All Blacks, I think at like 36, and he ripped it up that year. Yeah. And Fozzie didn't pick him. No. Or Steve Hansen right. didn't pick him. That's right, Steve 2019, Hansen. wasn't it? Yeah. For the World Cup. Yeah. I would have picked him. 100%. I would have picked him. Yeah. They would have won it then, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Probably would have exactly. as well. Yeah. Because they did struggle at they 12. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine him outside Richie Mwanga weaving his magic. Oh. Yep. Then you've got bloody Goodhue. <laughs> Just Jackie boy. <laughs> Do you remember when Jack Goodhue came back from his hamstring injury? How slow was <laughs> he? He was like stuck in the mud, eh? And he just got burned about three times and they still picked him for the All Blacks. I mean, I feel sorry for the lad. He's had a terrible run. He has, yeah. Of injuries. Mate, it's time to finish off the show. Yes. Now, I've got a higher or lower for you this Ooh. week. Excellent. Now, we are talking a lot about coaches. Yes. So we're looking at win percentages okay. of coaches. So our starting coach is going to be Gregor Townsend. Okay. So your first question is, what percentage, and I'll give you, I'll give you a 10% buffer. Okay. All right. What percentage win rate do you think Gregor Townsend has for Scotland? This is just for Scotland. Uh, 45%. <laughs> Have you pushed the wrong one? <laughs> that is village. <laughs> you are not correct, but you're close. It's 54%. Ooh. So you're just, net. you're just within the 10%. Yeah. Yeah. So Gregor Townsend, 54% win ratio. Wow. Okay. Okay. So next up is Eddie Jones. Just for, uh, sorry, Eddie Jones for all his, for all his, yeah, rugby. so you've got Oz, yeah, Japan, Japan South Africa. Oh no, he wasn't no, head, head coach. You've got to be head though, coach. Yeah. So is Eddie Jones higher or lower than Gregor Townsend? Oh, higher. 67%. He was like rate. 71% for England, England, wasn't he? Yeah, 71% for England. But that's amazing when you think yeah. he took Japan. Yeah. You know, that's incredible, really. You know, brilliant. Okay. So now we're looking at Dave Rennie. Higher okay. or lower than Eddie Jones? Lower. Correct. Correct. What is he? 38% win ratio. 38? 38% win ratio. Oh. Now. Oh, wow. We're now looking at Wayne Smith, but head coach of the All Blacks. He was head coach of the All Blacks. Was he? Not for very long. He wasn't, was he? No. When was that? A while ago. 
I think 2000, something like that. Yeah. Higher or lower than Dave Rennie? I can't. Is higher. Higher? I can't, yeah. I can't. Remember. You are right. He right. is higher. But you what? know he's 80% when, he, when you combine women's and men's because he's got 100% win ratio with the women's team. <laughs> but he didn't have a great run. I think he was down at 63%, right, okay. something like that, for the All Blacks. Might be a bit, but it might have been a bit higher. Okay, next up is Fozzie. Okay. Higher or lower? Than 60%. Than uh, 64%. He's higher. He's higher than that. Correct, 67%. Right. That's not Last but not least, Andy Farrell, Ireland. Oh, higher. What do you think he is? 84%. Uh, no. 75%. Oh, okay, I'm way off. Ooh, still within that 10% yes. buffer, aren't you? So that's it, mate. So uh, just to go through, Wayne Smith, internationally, if you look at men's and women's, the most successful. But other than that, it's Andy Farrell, mm. who is, and with Ireland, It would have been interesting with the French coach. Yeah, I um, I I just knew that they were really good. Yeah, <laughs> so that was a no brainer. They, they were like, I don't know, actually, it would be good to good to see, wouldn't it? Good to see. It's probably more like nearly ninety percent, I would mm. imagine. So, really good, mate. What can people do if they want to support us? They can like, they can share, they can subscribe, five star review, email in, message us, uh, Patreon. Yeah, if you've got a few. Uh, spare pounds yeah. or dollars floating around or yen or rand or anything yeah uh, the link is below link is we below. love hearing from you we do yeah absolutely just give us an email yeah first time email a long time listener yes. we love one of those we do even if you're not just say it we yeah. love it yeah exactly <laughs> lie to us <laughs> tease us tease us until next week mate See always you a pleasure doing the show with you <laughs> Podcast Network.